You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 365. In this episode, I talk to Kelly Roach about her live launch revolution. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today, I speak with Kelly Roach, who has made a name for herself as a business growth strategist helping business owners become game changers in their field. She is the author of the international bestseller, Unstoppable, and a featured expert on ABC, NBC, and Fox. In this episode, we talk about how Kelly developed her live launch method. Before we dive in, I want to give you an update on my biggest and boldest project to date, the Self-Made Summit. We have now introduced on my Facebook page six out of the 12 amazing speakers, Denise Duffield-Thomas, Gwen Lane, Susie Asworth, Caitlin Becher, Molly Pittman, and Anne Wilson. Upcoming speaker announcements include Lisa Larcher and Ashley Crouch. Watch out for the live interviews on my Facebook page. Do you have your ticket yet? Go to the show notes at signal.com forward slash 365, where you can find out more about the Selfmade Summit, plus all the links to Kelly Roach. I am so excited to be here with Kelly Roach and talk about the live launch method. But before we dive into that, we'll course her hair story. But thank you for being on the show, Kelly. I am so excited to be here. Thanks, Sigrun. So I love bringing uh, people on the show that I know. Actually, I think 90% of my guests are people that I know already up front. It makes it so much easier. You know, I don't have to spend hours researching and knowing the person and all that stuff. Uh, and with Kelly, we are in a mastermind together, and that's why we know each other. And so I still want you to share with my audience where you come from and how come you do what you do today. Yeah, absolutely. I, I try to keep it succinct for everybody. But, you know, so I grew up in a family. There were five kids in my family. My dad worked for a nonprofit. My mom was home with the kids. And so, you know, we struggled financially quite a bit constantly. One of the biggest things I remember growing up was just my parents always fighting about money. And it was just literally a constant thing. Every month, it was like, are we going to be able to make it right? Like, are we going to be able to pay the bills? And so, you know, that imprints in you. So for me, Sigrun, the second that I was old enough to work, I'm not kidding. I think I've had three jobs, like since I was like out of the womb, because even as a young child, I was like, you know what, like, I'm just not going to live like that. I'm not going to have those same struggles. There was not enough pain and stress associated with me with that idea of money that I decided really early on life in life that it was going to be different for me. It was going to be different for my family. So three jobs, all growing up, all sorts of crazy experiences, a lot of fun, learned a ton, uh, ended up going to a college where I was going to be in the least amount of debt because I didn't want to have hundreds of thousands of dollars of loans. I had been training cleaning the dance studio and scrubbing the floors and doing all sorts of barters my whole life to take 
dance classes and to take gymnastics at like really high performing um, studios. And I had grown up doing like really high level competitive dance and cheerleading. Go to this school, no professional, no D1 teams on either side. So I'm like, okay, I'm either going to take a big step back here or I'm going to take a big leap forward. And I'm like, screw it. I'm going to audition for the NFL. So for anyone listening, if you don't know what the NFL is, it's our professional football league, right? Um, Probably most people are, are aware of the NFL. So in college, one of my three jobs, so I was waitressing, I was cocktail server, I was teaching aerobics classes, I was babysitting, and I was an NFL cheerleader. And I, during that time, fell in love with interacting with people and being live on camera and just performing and challenging myself. And, you know, I love being a part of this professional sports organization. Decided to get into communications because I was like, I don't know what the heck I want to do with my life. I just don't want to be stuck behind a desk all day, right? So got myself into a Fortune 500 firm. Had no idea what I was doing. No idea. All I knew that was that I was going to work my tail off, right, Sigrun? So I was the first one in. I was the last one out every single day. I was promoted seven times in eight years. So I went from a college kid, 21 years old, knew nothing about business, nothing about sales to over an eight year period, became the youngest senior vice president in the company. I was managing a team of a hundred people, managing a lot of people that were my parents' age at that point. I became obsessed with business growth strategy. I fell in love with teaching and coaching people because I had seen over and over again that if you breathe confidence and success and belief into people that they can do things that they didn't even believe that they could do. And so I became fascinated with coaching. And so I was like, you know, I got to the top of this organization. Obviously, I don't need to go into the whole thing. You know, you learn quickly in, in corporate that you're not going to have freedom. You're not going to have flexibility. You're not going to have fulfillment for what you're doing. I never dreamed of being an entrepreneur. I literally asked myself, how the heck am I going to create a life that I actually want with the skills that I have? And I said, what do I love to do? I love to teach and coach people. What am I actually good at? I'm good at business growth strategy. And so literally that's how my business came about. I never aspired to be a business owner, but I fell in love with those two people. And I started off coaching one-to-one and, you know, just did the work. You know, we both, Sigrun, we both know, we know there's no shortcut, right? So you do the work. And, you know, since 2012, I've been doing the work. And now sitting here today, I have a multi-million dollar company. We have a team of 20 full-time employees now. I can't even believe I have like 10 people in onboarding right now. It's insanity. But yeah, and it's just, you know, it's just that love of, of helping people see the opportunity to create financial freedom. And having gone through that pain and stress myself growing up, it was something that A, I never wanted to experience again. And B, I wanted to dedicate my life to also helping other people never have to experience that again. And that's really the premise of everything that I do. And it's the why behind it. It's interesting. I have met a lot of people that want to make money because they didn't have so much of it when they were growing up. It feels like it's a big driver to go into sales or or make money. But at some point, you also realize it's not really about that. I know you have also more on the table. You do a lot for charity and you have another business. Can you share about that? 
Yeah, definitely. So one of my big desires, you know, so growing up, a lot of people helped us out, right? A lot of people did really, really kind things for us to help us through. And so one of my big desires in building my business and one of my driving motivators is making a difference in the world. And so we started off last year, we changed the business model to be a one for one giving model where for every person that we begin working with, we make a donation. And then that was building and building. And I'm like, you know what? I I really want to do something bigger than this. I think we can do more. I think we can even make a bigger impact. And I said, you know what? We're going to start our own foundation. So this past summer, we started the Human Family Foundation, which is basically our own way of raising funds ourselves through our own donations, through our own clients, by taking a percentage of every dollar that we make and putting it in there. And then we are able to help with crises around the world. We're building a well in Malawi right now, partnering with Charity Water that we fully funded, which I'm so proud of because for many years, the business wasn't big enough for me to fully fund projects on our own. We were just giving like, you know, for a couple of years, we were making little weekly donations, right? But I was like, no, I want to do the whole thing. Like, I want to know that we're making a permanent act, you know, impact. I want to see that there's like a tangible and lasting outcome of this work. So that was our first like major project project, but our goal, my vision is I want to be able to like send planes around the world with food and, and deliver supplies. And, you know, if there's, you know, a bad hurricane or, you know, something that happens where there's an international crisis, like I want our business to be something that is self-sustained, self-funded, where we can use our foundation to go out and really make a big difference in the world. And that kind of goes hand in hand with what I'm doing with Give Her Courage, which the entire foundation, the entire company is based on the premise of instilling courage and confidence in the girls of our future to help them have the belief, the self-worth, the leadership skills, the mindset to be able to go out and accomplish their goals and dreams. So financial freedom is a piece of it, but making a huge difference in the world is, is it's like two sides of the same coin, right? Yeah. Well, I love it because uh, I have a book from you. You, you gave me a book, uh, you know, give her courage book. I'm curious when you started that part you know you you started to write books for girls and you have a partner in that business did that start like after you started your own business or a similar time yeah I so I started my company my coaching company back in 2012 and then I didn't start give her courage until I want to say 2016 so it was a couple years later I always knew in my heart that I wanted to go focus on kids because the thing is is in coaching entrepreneurs what I see every single day is that the courage and confidence and the mindset and belief about yourself is ultimately what drives your success or failure. Even if I give people the best strategy in the world, even if I give them A to Z, everything that they need, the blueprint is laid out for them. Without that courage and confidence, the execution will not happen. So I always knew I wanted to go get like underneath of that from a child and help children actually come up with that courage and confidence. So instead of like, hedging against that as adults and fighting against it. It's something that's innately ingrained in them. And I feel like our culture has not done enough to work to intentionally instill these skills. Courage and confidence are actually skills that can be built. They're mindsets that can be built. And I have a firm belief that we as entrepreneurs have an opportunity to go back and, and really impact the entire direction of, of future generations, especially with women and girls. And that's really what my, my fire is burning behind Give Her Courage. And I love that. It feels our missions are so aligned. We lo- do it very differently, but it's exactly. very much aligned. I always say that, yeah. Yeah. So we want to talk about life launching. So 
when and why did you start to do things differently in your business? Yeah. So as I was building my business, I'm a business growth strategist. I, I'm on a scale of one to 12 from the standpoint of understanding how to drive profitable growth in businesses. I'm like an 11 or 12. And, and I'm not kidding. Like, And I want to set that premise because I come from a Fortune 500 background. We broke every record in the company's history for profitable growth, not revenue growth. We did break the records for revenue growth, but profitable growth. So I get into the online world, Sagren, and I start taking all the courses and all the programs, and I'm doing all the things. Like all the things that you guys have done, I have done them. All the programs you've been in, I have been in them. And I'm going through this stuff, Sagren, and my business all the while, just because I'm, I'm busting my butt. I'm working so freaking hard. We're growing. Okay. But we're not growing in like six and multiple six and seven figure leaps. We are literally growing one client at a time, consultation, 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 because I keep taking these courses and these programs and trying all these methodologies and nothing is working. Nothing. Like if you want the playbook on failed launches, like I could write it. I could literally write the playbook. Okay. And the reason why I shared my skill set around business growth strategy and my ability to understand how to drive profitable growth is that it didn't match up. Okay. So I know what my skill set is. I know what my background is. I know what my capabilities are. I'm doing everything I'm being taught. I am like the student, right? I'm implementing whatever. And I just keep failing over and over and over again. So we keep reverting back to selling through consultations, which is fine, but you can't scale a multi-million dollar global enterprise on one-to-one consultations. So finally, two years ago, I get on the phone with my team and I'm like, guys, we're getting rid of everything. We're getting rid of the automation. We're not doing any more webinar slides. We're not doing any more pre-recorded videos. We're not doing the PLF. We're not doing the webinars. We're getting rid of everything. When I started my business in 2012, there was no live streaming, right? There's, and same with you, I'm sure, right? There was no live stream. So, you know, none of these strategies that we're doing today even existed because the tool didn't exist. And I said, we're taking the show on the road. We're going live with everything. I'm getting rid of all the barriers between me and the audience. This isn't working because my background in Fortune 500 was I would literally go out, Sigrun, and I would go to 20, 30 businesses a day, try to get a meeting with someone. I would get myself in the room with someone and I would seal the deal, right? I was used to this that we're doing right now. I was used to being belly to belly with people, face to face with people. I know how to run a sales conversation and I was doing million dollar deals. So I was like, you know what? I need to get back to my roots. I need to get back to what works. I need to get back to me interacting with people. And when I'm sharing the conviction of my program and trying to share this message of how I can help people. They need to see me. They need to feel me. They need to be in a real conversation with me. And there was no scalable way to do this, obviously, before because there was no live streaming. So we we put together and we looked at all the different methodologies that I had used in Fortune 500, all the different methodologies that we had learned from courses and programs, all that. And we kind of picked and choose like, what works? Like, what do we know for sure works? What are the principles of sales and marketing that work? What are the buying triggers? And we basically put together the content to conversion model, which is very similar to what you learn in all of these different launch methodologies. We didn't reinvent the universe, right? We just pulled out what worked and we let go of what didn't. So when I say what the live launch is, it's a massive simplification. 
That's all that it is. It's a massive simplification of everything that you've ever learned about launching that allows people to use their intuition because they're performing live, right? So they can ask their audience questions. They can answer questions. They can create rapport and relationship and community and all of these things that you can't do otherwise. Right. And what I really like to focus on with the live launch model is the win. And I talk obsessively about the win, which is creating in your relationship with people when they're going through your launch, you are focused on creating wonder and awe in them. Why didn't I get this before? Why didn't I try this before? Why didn't I know about the solution before? Then you're going to create an instant breakthrough. So you're going to get people to take action, right? You're going to challenge them. You're going to get them to take action. You're going to get them to do a new behavior because in doing that new behavior, they're going to make progress that they haven't made before. And because of that, they're now going to believe Sigrun is the only one that can help me with this. She's the only person that got me to take this action that got this result. And I could never get this result before. And then you're going to give them a no brainer offer right? So you're going to serve the heck out of them, the exact opposite of what most people have seen and felt and experienced in launches that they've been through before. You're going to make a massive difference for them. You're going to have a raving fan for life. And then when it's time, you're going to open up an invitation. And when you open that invitation, you already have people taking action on your method. You already have people getting results working with you for free. And so it's a very easy, obvious next step for them to say, absolutely, it makes sense for me to start working with you. You're the one and only for me. And that's how we landed on the live launch method. Yes. So if we go into the practical steps, because I know my audience loves practical steps, you are using mostly Facebook groups for this, or, you know, that's what you're teaching and you're going live in a Facebook group. So let's say someone has a Facebook group. I think you recommend about 300 people to be kind of at the best size, minimum size, right? Yeah. I always say don't do it without 300 because if you're going to go live for between five and 10 days straight, like we want you to be able to get some significant dollars in your pocket. Right. So you want to get at least 300 and with the tools that we have now, like, come on, that's not hard to do. Right. You can do that organically just through doing outbound messages on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Yeah. So basically you get 300 people in a group. You could even open up a group and say within a few weeks, you have 300 people and then you say it's five to 10 days. When do you decide on the length? Yeah. So I teach a bunch of different models in the unstoppable entrepreneur program. I teach the five day model. I teach a 48 hour blitz and I teach a one-time webinar. And what I tell people is it's kind of like grade school, high school, college, right? I still use the five day and I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And here's why. One of the main reasons why the average entrepreneur, which we are average entrepreneurs, we're not online, you know, we're we're not Oprah, okay? One of the reasons why you have probably attempted many launch methods before and not had success, the reason why I was not having success, one of the reasons, there were many reasons I wasn't having success, but one of them was people weren't getting to spend enough time with me to really build the rapport and the trust and the relationship that was needed. And I always call the live launch, the cold to close in 10 days method. And I say, you can take prospects in the dozens from cold to close in less than 10 days, because you're going to teach exclusively for four. You're going to flip into the invitation and you have your five to six days of selling where you're still adding value. You're still making a difference for them, but you're consistently weaving in that invitation. You're basically going live one time a day and it's a progressive model. I call it the content to conversion model where you're teaching, 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 
inviting, inviting, inviting. And the four pillars of what you're teaching, what I always say is, what are the four big things that someone has to know? They must know about your methodology or your system, whatever it is that's your proprietary process that you teach at the front end of your program or your service, right? What are those four big pillars, right? And I think people always worry about, you know, giving too much or revealing too much. Are people not going to buy because I just told them everything? And here's the thing. There's a huge difference between you giving people information in a public setting and interacting and answering some questions and getting them to take that beginning step versus working with you over a period of time to implement your method and generate the results and outcomes that come with it. So what I love about this model, Sigrun, is you can teach your heart out. You can serve your heart out. You don't have to worry, am I giving too much or you know, are people not going to buy? No, it's going to have exactly the opposite effect. And I actually just recorded a podcast on this the other day, Sigrun, I truly believe for us, the number one thing that catapulted us over the last year and a half from the standpoint of our brand being recognized in the market and really becoming like an influential leader in the coaching space is not so much the clients we gain from the live launch. It is the brand that we built because people see me and they see my team as people with hearts of serving. They trust us. Our reputation precedes us. And that's why I tell people when you do the live launch, don't do it once do it eight times in a row, the same launch, so that the brand now becomes this this like globally recognized entity where people are advocates and ambassadors for you. They'll go through it over and over again. They'll tell their friends about it. They'll say to you, I'm going to join next month. They'll say to you, I'm going to join in three months. So you're building this huge funnel of people that whether they bought this cycle or they're going to buy the next one, you now have this like snowball that just keeps building and building in so many ways. And even if they don't buy, they are a free marketing machine for you. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think people need to change their mindset around launching. I think that the mindset around launching, generally speaking, in the entrepreneurial community is very extraction focused. It's gimme, 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 gimme. You know, what am I going to get? And all of that is great. I use launching to grow my business. I'm not saying that's wrong. But I think that if the mindset shifted more to, I'm going to make every person that goes through this magical experience with me, fall in love with our brand and get a transformational result from going through this experience. That is actually more powerful because of what you just said there, Sigrun. It's the difference between an exponential impact of getting one sale or getting 10 sales because of the people that are now ambassadors and advocates and and creating brand awareness for you. Right. Yeah. So if, if people are teaching everything, like, you know, like you say, you teach your method, obviously, and this is, you know, the thinking is, this is some sort of a challenge. You're teaching your method. You, they're getting to know you. And why are they still buying? Because this comes up all the time. And I see so many failed five-day challenges where people did kind of follow that method of like going live every day, teaching everything they know. And then they're like, why didn't anyone buy? Yeah, I think a lot of the challenge methods miss a lot of key things. But I think one big thing is you have to articulate the difference between learning and embracing and opening up your insight and your understanding of a new concept 
versus working with you for six months or 12 months to go implement it side by side and get the support, direction, feedback, accessibility through the implementation of results. Like if you can't articulate the difference between what you're doing in your launch versus what's going to happen inside your program, you're going to have a really hard time selling it. Right. Um, so I think being able to articulate that difference is huge. I think also getting people into action when people get into action and you're successful, whether you're, you know, we use a lot of tagging and messaging and relationship building throughout my team is in touch with every person that's going through the launch. I, I think giving challenge homework, right. Giving uh, incentives and giveaways to participate, really getting people to move away from the old antiquated launch model of being a passive consumer into becoming an active participant is huge because when people start to see that they're shifting in their mindset and they're generating a new result because they took a new action, again, they will see you as a category of one because they'll be like, okay, I just went through this with Sigrun and I took this new action. I got this new result. No one else ever got me there before. Like I'm sticking with her. Right. And that's what that's what you want to create in people's minds and in their hearts. I always say to people, my first video of every launch that I do, I say flat out, my guarantee to you is that this launch experience, this program that I'm going to deliver to you for free will be more valuable to you in your business and in your life than the last three things that you paid for. That's my promise every single time. I don't care whether they buy from me or not. I want them to walk away like what just happened? Right. And I think if you come into it with that mindset, you know, you'll absolutely do it. But in a lot of challenge settings, what I see is people get down the teaching part. They totally miss the mark on the sales part. And that's why they, yes, they might've gotten some raving fans. Yes. They might've got some people that have some nice things to say about them, but the six and seven figure launch doesn't follow, which is why for us, we teach that you flip into five specific days of selling and in the unstoppable program, that's the difference between the live workshop, the free workshop and, and the paid program. Once you're inside the unstoppable entrepreneur, we get down into the nitty gritty of what we want you doing in every single one of those sales sessions, right? Exactly what the strategies are, what the topics are, the positioning, how you're, you know, bringing your clients into the conversation. And what I see a lot of times, Sigrun, is I see an A plus effort on the information and education. And then I see an F on really having the belief and the conviction and certainty of your offer. And so I would challenge everyone's thinking to go back and evaluate the last launch that you did and ask yourself, did I show up with the same level of certainty and conviction and power in my sales follow through as I did in those initial teaching sessions? Because I find that a lot of times there's a total breakdown there, right? Absolutely. I'm so glad you mentioned it. Otherwise, I was going to ask you because this is my beef with what a lot of online entrepreneurs are learning is they learn so much marketing and they learn nothing about sales. And they come and they've done a website, they've been active on social media, they've been doing all the stuff, like you said, buying the courses, and they're wondering why they're not seeing results because nobody has taught them how to sell. Or they've skipped that class <laughs> on selling because it's uncomfortable, because it goes something, you know, against their beliefs, it feels sleazy and blah, 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 which is all is not correct. You know, if you can't sell, you are not an entrepreneur. 
And if you can't sell, you're not serving. So we can remove that completely because I think people are like, I just want to serve. You're not serving if you're not selling because the selling is what leads you to doing the real work with people that they achieve the real transformation from. Right. And, and that's what we have to realize is like, we need to get out of this like fluffy storytelling that's been going on in the entrepreneurial space for like the last five years about how just show up, you know, you just show up and, and be present and, you know, no, like there's strategy to this, right? There is strategy and, you know, you have to have that conviction around the follow through and the implementation of getting people to a result. And you're never going to be able to do that if you can't get people to commit to working with you over a period of time. I mean, especially for us, Sigrun, we're in the business space. You're not going to go grow your business in, in three weeks to, to achieve your big goal and dream. Like that's why we run year long programs. That's why we run six month programs, right? So I'm really happy we had that conversation. Yeah. So when you say try this out like multiple times in a row, this will only work for people who have programs where people can join any time, I guess. Unless you launch at certain times each year. So like, let's say that you do a launch, like, I don't want to say a launch, a program start date, like once a quarter. Well, then you would just do your live launch right before that start date each quarter. Or if you have two times a year that you open up, you would do your live launch right before that. I always teach an evergreen model where you have part of your program that you teach live all the time so that anyone can come in anytime and get the value of that live component. And then part of your program that's recorded so that people can come in and start from session one and progress their way through. And that's kind of how we teach people to be able to do the volume of launches. But I, I also want to mention something that I think is really important, Sigrun, which is, you know, we know it takes 10,000 hours to create mastery. Most entrepreneurs launch, you know, once, maybe twice a year, and then they scratch their head wondering why they've been in business five years and they're still struggling to get their launch dialed in. The reason why we teach people that in especially the first year that they're learning live launch is to do it like six, eight times is I want people to train for their business like an athlete trains for their sport. I literally want you to run drills. I want you to practice your craft. I want you to get good on camera. I want you to nail your sales pitch. I want you to understand how to do that stack with confidence, right? And I think that what happens with a lot of entrepreneurs, Sigrun, is like, they don't even do the thing often enough to ever get good at it. And, and that's a big, big problem because then they think that they're failing or that they are a failure. Or even I, I got to the point where I was like, launching doesn't work. I'm not launching, right? You, you get to that place, right? So I, I think there's something to be said for understanding how long it does take to master the skill of launching effectively. I had lots of launches that were $0, Sigrun. I had launches that were $0. I had launches that were $10,000. Embarrassing, embarrassing launches. It took me from 2012 into 2019 to do a million dollar launch. Like, that's a long time of practice and imperfection and failure and, and falling flat on my face. And even I remember having to have conversations with my clients about having failed launches. How embarrassing is that? I'm a business coach for God's sake. Like, <laughs> right. But, but that's why I'm such a big fan though, of doing the repetition and doing it quickly, because that's how you can learn how to get good. And it doesn't have to take you from 2012 to 2019 to do it. You can do it in a year. Had I been doing more launches more frequently, it never would have taken me this long to learn this, right? Yeah. I love that. I love that because 
you have to learn this. This doesn't come overnight. It takes time. It takes work. And you embrace all of that. Kelly, I know inside your program, you teach a lot more than life launching. I, this is just your launch method. This is one little piece. I want to emphasize that uh, Kelly is so much more, but it's the one that brings you attention also, you know, uh, people want to talk about it. They want to learn about it. And I know my audience is curious about launches anyway. So Kelly, where can my audience find you and learn more about you and your programs? Yeah. Awesome. Thanks again. Well, I would say definitely check out Unstoppable Success Radio. Uh, you know, we've been live for over five years, over 500 episodes. You can binge them. They're like 20 minutes or less. So check that out. And we run the free live launch workshop like once every six to eight weeks in the Tribe of Unstoppables, which is my Facebook group. So if you're curious and you just want to kind of come check it out and scope out what we're doing and learn a little bit more about it, come join the Tribe of Unstoppables. Fabulous. I highly suggest you try it out. Kelly, thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Do you have your ticket yet to the Selfmade Summit? Go to the show notes at sigrun.com forward slash 365, where you can find out more about the Selfmade Summit, plus all the links to Kelly Roach. Thank you for listening to the Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your Insta story or Instagram post using my handle Sigrun.com and the hashtag Sigrun Show. See you in the next episode.